Empire. You don't need a massive platform to put together quality sports programming. It's truly unlocking the potential for these leagues, and then we're also providing the league services of how do they go best and monetize that content, right? This is new for a lot of these leagues. They don't necessarily have the expertise internally of what's the best way to uh, monetize this video content. It's Mark Silver, CEO of Synergy Sports, who is turning the content game into a one-stop shop for leagues of all sizes. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Back in 2019, Atrium Sports acquired Synergy Sports Technology and Key Motion. Recently, they integrated into a single company called Synergy Sports, which purports itself as one of the most advanced sports data video platforms in the world. And it is amazing. And their CEO, Mark Silver, joins us now. Hey, Mark, how are you? Doing well. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Um, so take me through the reason to bring all of these companies together and what your goals are as you head into the future of sports technology. The goal of bringing companies together is to help serve sports better, um, both for improvement on the court and to create ex- exceptional experiences off of it. Um, what we recognize early on uh, is that no team, no federation can really serve and necessarily has the technical understanding of how to do everything they need around video and data. Um, and so we brought these three companies together to be the central uh, company that can help at, at all levels of sport uh, to have the data and video they need at their fingertips in, in the way they need it. And that may be to improve how a player plays on, on the field or maybe how a league or federation best captures uh, their video to commercialize and, and produce a profitable product. So all in one, um, let's start with uh, just the internal use for it. How does it work for them if they are trying to use this in general just to get better as a team? Yeah, so that that comes from deep analysis of video of video and games that occur across the world. So Synergy Sports operates coaching and scouting breakdowns uh, currently across two sports and soon to be four sports. And those two current sports are basketball and baseball, um, but launching hockey and softball uh, this fall and next uh, February, respectively. And what we do is we take every game and break it down to coaching-level data detail, um, so way beyond just the box score data, uh, and then we keep that tied to video. So a good example of that in basketball would be uh, LeBron James posting up on the right block, turning to his right shoulder with a dribble move to an up-and-under, uh, to a two-point basket made, then we also capture who was guarding them, the game space, or the time of the quarter, the location of the shot, who assisted on the pass. And we do that in that level of detail for every game that we log. And then we have video and provide it back to teams through a suite of services. So that could be advanced analytics application that they can dive really deep and split that data and video however they want. It could be some standard reports, data visualizations, uh, a whole host of different uh, ways for them to consume that data and video. Um, and then we do that at, at a very large scale and a very high quality. So for basketball, we will break down over 65,000 basketball games in a year 
um, all within 24 hours, some live. And we will do that uh, in a way uh, for elite level. So it's, it's only for, for right now, we're, we're continuing to move to, to lower levels of sport, but elite amateur content, uh, which is the summer invitational tournaments all the way up to NBA professional. And so they have this normalized data set as kids turn into uh, prospects, turn into college players, turn into international players or pro players. Um, and this is a service that, use, that gets used around the world by all 30 NBA teams, by every single D1 and D2 men's and women's team, um, by over 300 top international club teams just in basketball. Um, and then we replicated that uh, with baseball as well, where all 30 MLB teams use the service, 270 of the 300 D1 uh, Division One men's team and, and multiple international club teams, uh, as well as amateur uh, elite tournaments around the country like Cape Cod and Perfect Game and Area Code. So is everything logged by AI? Right now, in, it's a hybrid, mostly manual still, but we are doing some using computer vision and AI. One of the really exciting things about the combination of the company is that it did combine different proficiencies in both. So T-Motion, uh, as you mentioned earlier, was originally a company that produced an automated camera system. Uh, and what that did is it's an array of cameras that sits at half court. Uh, it captures individual static areas of a court, but then it creates this panoramic view that we stitch together through AI and then use computer vision and AI to recreate the uh, panning and zooming so that you feel you have a broadcast experience. Um, and I talk, I can talk a little bit about of how that gets used in the sort of league federation side, but there is a coaching and internal application too. So where you may used to have had to send someone up within the bleachers with a handheld camera to move that handheld side to side, sometimes they would miss it. Um, you'd have issues. And um, additionally, what we're doing with that camera system now is if a team that's in college specifically installs one of those cameras, uh, we can actually move their logging time from within 24 hours to within two hours of the game being over. So we're now actually logging that game in real time, which um, anyone who's played sports and, and especially in college where you can have a Thursday game and a Saturday game, that availability of that data and video is paramount to the success of your next game because you're constantly planning, uh, looking behind as you plan forward. I, I would assume, though, the object is that it goes full AI, right, at some point, because that's the arduous part of the whole thing is someone manually logging all of this stuff. Yeah, there, there's there's a benefit to doing and, and um, trying to replace some of the human elements to the logging. Um, there are companies that take the approach of going pure AI. Um, there's a large barrier to get to that point. It's, it's getting there, but you still can't do everything. We want to collect data-wise purely through a single camera uh, AI solution. And we also look at there's a benefit to the human element that even if we could replace everything we log today, which is, in basketball, over 5,000 data points in a game uh, through AI and computer vision and, and reduce and eliminate the human act. We still want to use this, use those humans for things that computer vision and AI aren't very good at recognizing yet. So I think there's always going to be as a near term a place for, for human logging. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be reapplied in new and exciting ways. Yeah. I mean, I assume, listen, I mean, we're still doing competition here and the humans still want what they want in the competition. So I imagine they have to stay involved on some level. They can't let the computers do everything. The computers don't play. Yeah. And the one thing it says at the team level is, is we had this, um, Synergy, the, the company that came in, Synergy Sports Technology, was founded in 2004. And one of the main fears that when that company started was that video coordinators and analysts thought it would replace their jobs. 
And it actually did quite the opposite. It unlocked their ability to really do analysis and stop doing just the pure data collection. Um, teams would always have staff, people just trying to collect this video and tag it and create this data. And by the time they did all that and they went to go try to use it, they were already past the game and they needed it for it. So what this allows people to do is really focus on what's beneficial to them and taking the data and having applicable uses versus just trying to collect data and video. Okay, let's talk about um, the purpose of either monetizing it or producing it or potentially broadcasting it. Um, how do you guys work with leads and teams in that realm? Yeah, so it goes back a lot to that that same automated camera system. And, and in this application, it's a very uh, unique value proposition to the League Confederation. So when you look around the world, you have leagues like the NBA, right? The NBA is always going to manually produce their games. It's extremely highly valuable content around the world. They have no no um, problem creating a profitable mechanism to produce and distribute games. As you move down to competition change, that value proposition and that profitability matrix gets a little bit difficult to meet because of the human element involved in producing the game. And when you have hundreds and hundreds of games throughout a season, um, typically a lot of leagues would go and they choose a game of the week, and right, so one game per week for the league or a couple games out of the 10 that are playing over the week are the ones that get chosen to be produced and distributed through broadcast or now OTC or whatever their preferred um, distribution channel is. What Synergy Sports is doing now is unlocking the potential to actually um, distribute and therefore commercialize and monetize every game in your season. And again, it starts with that camera system that you can put there and uh, automatically recreate the capture and uh, production experience. There's also a whole other suite of services that we fold into that to create a truly professional and realistic experience. So we have a product called Evo, which automatically produces graphic overlays through that broadcast. So that automated camera system is following the action, and then we're getting the official play-by-play -play feed in real time. And then based on that feed, we're triggering overlays. So if we know it's half time, we can show you the end of half step. Um, if we know a guy just got fouled in the act of shooting, we can uh, we can tell you, hey, this player is going to the free throw line, um, and it's that normal sort of graphic you see at the bottom. Here's what he's shooting so far this game. Here's yeah. what he shoots for the season. Obviously, we have the normal score buzz there, and so and then we also have a suite of production tools. So if you want additional cameras, you can still have someone manually, just one person, where it would have taken many. Um, doing that production element of switching those angles and things like that. So it's truly unlocking the potential for these leagues. And then we're also providing the league services and how do they go best and monetize that content, right? This is new for a lot of these leagues. They don't necessarily have the expertise internally of what's the best way to uh, monetize this video content um, in different avenues, whether that be streaming or broadcast or whether that be for uh, vetting purposes and we take over and assist the league in doing that and provide uh, that path to to revenue for them. Back to just the stats for a moment. Is it is it monitoring in-game stats and offering the opportunity to put a graphic overlay of something that's happening in-game, transition points, uh, whatever yeah. shooting percentages yeah. of a team, is that possible that's too? Ex that's exactly what that Evo product does. So it's in real time taking all the in-game stats. It has sort of the historical season stats up to that point. And there's different triggers within the stats coming in that will 
trigger a graphic overlay uh, for the broadcast. And when you when you bring up gambling, which obviously is a huge, huge part of sports content moving forward, yes. um, how, how does that integrate into what you're doing? Because you guys aren't going into the bookmaking operation, and I don't I don't believe you guys are going to be like a pathway to any partnership yet, right? So. Yes. Yeah. We're not in bookmaker services in any kind. What we do is because we have that camera, we can provide a low latency video feed to the bookmakers to then uh, provide to their betters or punters uh, for in-game betting. So there, it, it's uh, again, it's where video was was previously unavailable for a widespread amount of leagues for this type of, of betting opportunity, and now we're able to provide that in a low latency, which is the the requirement to have uh, a viable. Uh, video stream for betting purposes to bookmakers around the world. So, okay, so we've put this game together. You have the opportunity to do that. Um, and now the problem is where are they putting it that people may watch it? So how do you help lower level? We're not talking about the NBA anymore. Lower level leagues that are looking for exposure, that are looking to take advantage of a quality broadcast that costs a fraction of the price. Yeah, so outside of the low latency feed to, to the bookmakers, which is obviously a revenue opportunity, um, there's OCT platform that we can provide to the league to allow them to distribute that themselves, or we can put it to wherever they want to potentially broadcast their game. So if they want to put it on YouTube, we could theoretically do that for them. So there's a lot of different avenues of distribution that a league can choose, and we just help find what's best for them, and we can provide certain avenues ourselves um, if that's the best for that specific league. Are you guys working with the major broadcasters? Um, are, are they working? I mean, obviously, like ESPN is producing an NBA game or Monday Night Football, and, and that's probably not where this service goes, but they are producing so many other things for all their various platforms. Are, are you with them yet and in conjunction with them? Not yet, but that's, that's definitely conversations that we're having and opportunities work for us. What's the barrier for entry? Um, how do you guys make this cost effective for a league that isn't making a ton of money out there but wants to get their content out? Yeah, we're, we're working on that right now. It's bringing down the cost of that hardware solution and, and the software services. So right now, that, that single camera and, and sort of it's actually multiple cameras that get built out, that's really the barrier to push this down further. Um, so that's really it. Once we get that cost down, it, it's going to be pretty uh, wide open for any league of any level to have a similar experience for their league or for their community, right? And that's the whole idea. One of the, uh, once Energy Sports was was launched our, our what our vision is really to provide this level of service for every level of sports down to your grassroots community uh organization level to your your league that that our kids play in mark what's your background were you in scouting or broadcasting no my my background actually i started uh in the nba as a intern and then as an assistant video coordinator and then i came to what was synergy sports technology over 12 years ago, and I was one of those people who actually broke down the game. Um, <laughs> so I worked my way up from from that role and uh, started, oversaw a lot of the growth of Synergy Sports Technology to a company that was very small with a handful of clients in the NBA in college to uh, what it was before it uh, was acquired by Atrium uh, prior to the Synergy Sports merger um, back in December. So you were the guy in the dark room looking at all of the tape and getting it back out to the people who wanted to see it and break it down for them. That's right. <laughs> and you decided there's got to be a better way <laughs> than this. Yeah, or, or, or better, the NBA decided for me. Uh, <laughs> one of the, the fun things in sports is there's a finite amount of any of these positions, whether they're entry level or, or higher up. There's only X amount of them on, on each team. And 
they tend not to open up very quickly. Yeah. Give me the future here. In five years, 10 years, what is your technology going to be able to do? Um, it, it, that's a great question. I think you, you touched on a little bit before, you're going to see a rapid evolution of the ability to collect this data in a multitude of ways, whether it be um, wearables becoming more scalable and smaller in size, um, optical tracking off of single key cameras, being able to um, extract the data and, and different data sets that you haven't even thought of being possible in today's world. You're definitely going to see a democratization of this technology and it's pushing further, further down into the sports landscape. Um, and, and there's no question we're going to see and, and experience things that none of us here today in, in 10 years are really thinking of that that's going to change the, the game again. So um, we're, we're really excited about where Synergy Sports today, really, again, living in that center intersection of the video data experience with both on the court improvement and off the court fan uh, engagement and different commercialization channels. So it's, it's a very exciting time to be in sports technology, whether it is on the uh, coaching, scouting, player performance side or on the, the broadcast fan experience side, because both are, are only growing. That is really cool. Mark Silver is the CEO of Synergy Sports. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. On the next Future Sport Podcast, Two founders find a way to monitor glucose to help those with diabetes fight the disease through exercise. We got, uh, thanks to Chip Hawkins at Wahoo Fitness, we got glucose on a bike computer. I learned more in 15 days uh, of seeing all the data points in front of me than in the previous 15 years of having a CGM in my pocket. That's Phil Sutherland. He and Super Sapiens co-founder Todd Ferno will join us to talk about their journey together to find a solution so that those who have limitations won't let that get in the way of achieving fitness. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com.